Welcome back, Michelle Sparks with you, illuminating anorexia, eating self and body issues. Great to have your company. Picking up on the last episode where I'm talking about key truths to take you forward in life. And you know, I believe there are a handful of key truths that when experienced will take you forward in life. And I believe these are essential to the health and well-being, well-being of every person on the planet. These truths center around our sense of worth and value, our lovability, and our sense of security in an uncertain world. For me, these truths need to be fleshed out in both our natural or human relationships, but anchored in the divine. What do I mean by this? Well, basically, these are the truths, that you have worth and value, that you are created with worth and value, that you do not have to earn it, you cannot lose it, it is yours by virtue of your birth, it is your birthright, it is the way you were created, it is the way you were fashioned and formed. You know, this is the truth of our identity, that you do have worth and value, that you are loved and that you are lovable. You may not have experienced yourself or you may not currently experience yourself as these things. And that will have a lot to do with your experience of life and how that has shaped the way you see and do life and respond to life, your beliefs, your behaviours, both towards yourself, towards other people, towards food, body, and towards your world. So how you experience life shapes the way you see and do life, what you believe in your heart of hearts about your worth and value, about your lovability. So these are real truths and at a human level you may have good or not so good experiences and as I've spoken before when you buy into the lie that you are not good enough this is the lie that just starts in very small seed form at the beginning of an eating disorder you just don't feel quite good enough about yourself so you start to behave in ways that you think will make you feel better about yourself more secure in your life more in control of your life just feeling better about yourself is probably the shorthand I don't want to get too complicated you know when I start to speak I can see all the all the bits and pieces that kind of hinge on every statement I make and so sometimes I find myself wanting to explain everything but you know I've got to just keep things simple or I will get tongue-tied and make things too complicated for you my listener so I just want to say look your human experience may have led you to feel like you have no worth and value that you are not loved and that you are not lovable and these things will make you feel very insecure in your skin and in the world in which you live and as you buy into the lie that the eating disorder propagates and that lie is that you are not good enough but you can make yourself better more worthy more deserving by doing xyz and one of those things will be controlling food and calories weight and kilograms your body yourself your appetites natural physical and emotional these are the things you think although eating disorder lies to you that if you can just control these change these up these you will feel better do better life will be more You'll have more rest and peace in your soul. But the, root, the truth is, and you'll know it if you've been on the treadmill, the more you buy into the lie, the more you travel along that path, the more you find yourself going round the treadmill of restricting, losing control, feeling worse about yourself, 
and so it goes. More restrictions, more loss of control, more feeling worse about yourself. Spin, spin, spin. Vicious cycle leading you into a very dark, bound, isolated and ashamed place which so works against your ability to get well, to get better. And you deserve to get well and you deserve to get better because the truth of your existence, my friend, is that you are created with worth and value. Full stop, exclamation mark. No argument needs to be entered into. And you are loved. You are created this is, you know, this is why the human and the divine for me are so important here because I know in my own experience I did not see myself as loved or lovable as having worth or value and as I bought into the eating disorder lie I went into a very dark bound place with that. What broke into that was as the lie got busted that I needed to be perfect to be worthy and deserving of life, that lie for me got busted in the journey because in my journey you can look at a graph if you want to in the the start of my book illuminating anorexia I went rocketing down the scales or went sliding down the scales into a very low weight I was trying to prove that I had worth and value that I was good enough that I deserved to take up space. At the bottom of the scales I looked at my life I was extremely hungry starving but I didn't feel any better. I, the good feelings that I was looking for were not there. And in fact, the more I tried to reduce my food intake to prove my worth, that starving, emaciated place where it becomes impossible and where any slips become more obvious because you have controlled things to the nth degree. So any aberration, any slip is like... A bomb going off and you think you've completely failed and that's that eating disorder voice which gets ramped up in the whole process. Read my book if you want to really unpack this. Um, but anyway, so I got to the bottom of the scales, low weight, couldn't do any more, still hungry, still starving, not feeling okay, feeling very conflicted, moved into Ednos with that conflict, believing or thinking or surely I've done enough by now to deserve something, give myself a little bit of food, but that voice... That lie is still stronger than my questioning self. Maybe I deserve something by now, really? I can't do any more. Surely it's got to be enough. So that's actually a healthy part of me that's starting to just give voice at the bottom of the scales. But it got absolutely annihilated by the louder, stronger, more developed voice of the accuser, which was saying, you don't deserve, you are not good enough. And so I played out this horrific conflict, um, taking in, bashing myself up for taking in and that was the Ednos. You know anorexia if you look at it it is like uh, you cannot take in nurture. You cannot either you believe in the lie you believe you cannot take in nurture physical or emotional. When you move into Ednos it's like you think you maybe you do deserve a bit of life by now. You've, you couldn't try harder, but as you start to take in a bit of nurture, that other voice, that other stronger aspect of you that has developed over the course of the eating disorder jumps in the ring and says, no, 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 you certainly do not deserve that. You need to go and work that off and la, 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 la. And so you have this conflict between starving, binging, purging, punishing. For me, as I continued along that path, I mean, I really went, really tried to, um, you know, you know, I couldn't find 
a middle ground. I couldn't find a way to do business there. It's like I was either restricting or binging or punishing. I was not. There was no adult me that was grown up enough, supported enough, um, encouraged enough to go, wait a minute. And, to, you know, I really needed that adult part of me to be strengthened. Gosh, this is a lot of information. And I am going a little bit around the world, as is my tendency Side note, I do apologize. I do go around the world a bit. It's hard because if I try and map out what I want to say, it takes too long. And that old perfectionism makes it too hard for me to do that. So what I do is I just jump on this podcast with a bit of an idea of what I want to say to you and I I go for it. And what you get is a little bit of a fruit salad, but hopefully in amongst that fruit salad, you are hearing some core messages that are helping to slam Shut the door of that liar, that lie that berates, accuses and annihilates you and gives you some truth. And one of those truths is that your adult self, your healthy self, which may not have been well formed. I don't know what age you are that I'm talking to today, but, you know, you may be a young person struggling with anorexia. Well, you haven't really developed an adult self and you will need some outside help to develop that maturing adult self that can say, hey, wait a minute. I don't have to, you know, starve myself. I do deserve life. And shut up, fear. And uh, yeah, okay, so what am I hungry for? And how can I best serve that hunger and meet my needs? What can I do here to, you know, to be an adult in in the middle ground, rational, flexible, balanced, as opposed to the fearful child that is starving and performing and the accusing parent that is saying, you're not good enough. This is very simplistic. Read my book. I have actually pulled it apart and that took me a lot of years to do that because I did want to do it in a methodical, thought-out, clear way so that my reader could really grasp what it's like to go down the scales, to be at the bottom of the scales, to be in a war with those accusing, annihilating voices, to start to have the conflict with the hungry, angry part of me that was coming up in the binges, and to have that conflict between that hungry part and that um, fearful, accusing, shut-it-down part. Okay, I'm not going to get lost here. Back to what I'm trying to say. I'm talking about worth and value. So in the first part of my journey down the scales, I was trying to prove that I deserved to take up space. At the bottom of the scales, I experienced a lot of conflict and was unsure about that way of being. It was like, well, you know, I really have done as much as I can do and it's not enough. So something's got to be not right with this equation. And I started to try and take in some nurture but could not keep it in. Hence the Ednos, hence the conflict. Later, I just found myself feeling like, well, you are just a complete failure. Like I just felt like I couldn't get things right. And I didn't have really almost any support around me. And I was isolated. I was ashamed. I was not getting professional help. And I just started to write myself off as a complete failure. And I used food to do that and moved into a place called binge eating. Was it binge eating disorder? As I said, I don't know if I would have been diagnosed with that, but I certainly went through a period where I was binging and um, sometimes, yeah, I was compensating. I was still trying to compensate. So I don't think I classifiably had binge eating disorder. I would still go back to starving, dieting, but I really was binging more than I was compensating. So I did put on a lot of weight. It was like I was waving the white flag saying, I am a complete failure and I'm going to let the whole world see 
what a failure I am. And really, my outside uh, appearance really was broadcasting to the world the hate I was feeling inside. And it wasn't until that lie got busted. So that's what I was saying, folks. I was saying that that lie, that perfection, the lie was that perfection equals worthiness of life. In other words, you are not good enough, but if you can be perfect, you can be worthy and deserving of your life. You can take up space. That was the lie. I tried to, I found that in the course of my journey down the scales, right into hospital, then up the scales as high as I could get, that lie, it just got exposed by the journey itself. I couldn't have tried harder to be perfect. I couldn't have failed more miserably in my own eyes. And I could not have punished myself more ruthlessly short of death than I did in the journey up the scales. So at the top of the scales, when I was my highest weight, and that was when I was around 17, 18, I just found myself standing there with my hands open, feeling bewildered and going, okay, something's got to give. You know, I had to start to accept my imperfect self. But I've got to tell you, that was a journey. It didn't just happen in a moment of time. It didn't happen because the lights came on or I had some sort of experience or encounter where I just went, okay, I am okay. Imperfect, I'm okay. Uh-uh, it was a journey. And I started to experience myself in some other ways. Um, one of the things that's really important to say here is that when I stopped using food to punish my lack of perfection, food began to matter less and I naturally started to lose weight. It's like food stopped being the tool of my trying to be perfect or my, punish my punishing myself for failing to be perfect. That tool just lost its importance because it had not worked either way and here I was so something had to give and as that relaxed I started to you know my eating was never normal through that period I was always losing control and going back on a diet but it I wasn't as invested in the food control solution because guess what the lie had been exposed the lie that it did not work it did not bring me what I was looking for, which was to feel a sense of worth and value, that I was loved and lovable, that I had worth and value, that I had a right to take up space. And not just to take up space, but then to start to look at my life, take hold of my life and live a life that was worth living. Oh, so much to say. I'm going to come back in just a moment. 